All right, bradcooney.com in association with HCN Networks. It is absolutely honored to have on board from The Voice, Season 10, Angie Kielhauer. Angie, what is up, man? Absolutely, man. We're definitely glad to have you back on board. And I like to do these follow-up podcasts. I have quite a few of the voice contestants stop in, and I don't like just to stop once the show's over. I like to get them back in to give the fans an opportunity to hear what's going on uh, with their careers after the voice goes away. So let's do that. Uh, just touch, touch touch on that a little bit, uh, what's going on lately. That is freaking awesome. Okay, yeah, so yeah, that's pretty emotional. <laughs> yeah, man, congratulations. The record's called Wild. Just talk about it a little bit, man. Just get get into that um, about the title, about some of the songs on there. Just talk about the the record song. Yeah, so, so the title Wild actually came from the show, The Voice. Uh, it was after my final audition, Blake, you know, had a comment for me, and right before he, t- he spoke, I was genuinely considering going with Pharrell or Adam because of what they were saying and then when, when Blake said that they kind of that's the reason I went on his team and he he said something along the lines of um, when you perform your show you're undisciplined you know you're, mm-hmm. like, you're like a little bit wild and the way he was saying it like you know you think those words don't really sound like much of a compliment the more I thought about it though I realized like why I like that compliment so much it's because mm-hmm. like my favorite music like from Bob Dylan to Dolly Parton like they're the music might not be like have the most, you know, dramatic arrangements or the most profound lyrics, but they're they're real and they're raw and they are a little undisciplined and they're they're just they're light, you know. And I feel like this these songs are written in these places of life that you can't really explain. They're unexpected and they're kind of magical and they make their, our best memories and they're a little wild. And that's that's what the place that I wrote all of these songs and uh, and this title just seemed to fit. And I was I was really excited to find it. And if I remember right, I believe Blake also said that he also specified being that you're a, a woman, a woman country singer, that it even took more courage to kind of just have that wild, undisciplined, just go for kind of approach. Am, am, am I remembering right? I think he even specified the fact that you were a girl. Yeah, and I think that that was that was intriguing to me because um, I I hadn't really thought of myself as like you know separating myself as kind of unique in that sense. But it's true, like when, when I started my career and I couldn't afford places to stay, I would do something called couch surfing. Um, like it's, it's like an online network where you can just ask to crash on people's couches and they're mostly college students with a total stranger. And I would just do it because I just really wanted to play music. And a lot of the steps that I took to get where I am in my career, if you really look at them, like they, they're kind of nuts, you know? Like but to me, it just made sense because I couldn't not do it. I just, I just wanted to keep doing music. So, you know, it, it, it was really impressive to me that he got so much from that, from that one song. Mm-hmm. It seemed like he really knew what my music was about. Yeah, he's definitely, he's a pretty brilliant guy. Not only just a, just a great performer and singer, he's also really smart. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, he knows what he's talking about. Now, you are one busy girl. I mean, it's, to me, I mean, I, 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 I follow a lot of the voice singers and like I said before I kind of keep a track on them what they're doing after the show um, some kind of fade off some keep doing their thing but man you just crank it along man you got like tours everywhere you're traveling the country 
um, playing different shows all over the, all over the place. Um, what's the voice done for you? Has it helped you book these places? Are you finding yourself getting more uh, showings because of your performance on the voice? not have gotten a number one in the country I was born in, in El Salvador, I would not have gotten a number five if I wasn't on the show. Like, mm. I put in a lot of work. I was, I mean, I was, I was nonstop touring for two years before I got on the show. And I think that it was so gratifying for me to kind of, I did that without really knowing if I was doing what was right or if I was, you know, if I was, you know, I, I didn't really have a lot of guidance. And then when I was on the show, all of a sudden, everything I did before, all of my YouTube videos, all of, you know, my, my, my last album started climbing the charts. Like, all the work I did before started just setting on fire. This whole network that I made before that I didn't even realize I was creating just, just went through the roof. So it made me feel really good to know that all this work that I did before that I didn't even know if it was worth it all of a sudden peed off the second that that, you know, all that excitement happened. So it, it totally, I mean, I spent three years getting around three to 4,000 followers on all my social networks. Overnight, that tripled. Yeah. So it's really hard to, uh, you know, it, it, it was just easily the greatest thing that's happened in my career by far. Your Blind Audition the YouTube video has like over 3 million views. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty crazy <laughs> to me. <laughs> <laughs> what about, any, any ideas about going into El Salvador and playing sometime? I am. I'm coming in on August 26th. I'm playing a really huge venue down there. Um... Because my album's not just, I told you it was number one on the singer songwriter charts, but it's like 30, it's maybe 32 overall in the country. So nice. um, I'm really grateful that the people that, you know, the, the country I grew up in, you know, that's, I, I moved to Georgia when I was young, but it's just been so amazing to watch all these people reach out and just be so happy that somebody's, you know, because I, I was, I, I've always been, you know, happy about where I'm from. I'm really grateful to be in the country, but at the same time, like, you know, I remember where I grew up and, and you know, my, my parents' culture and all that, so. Mm-hmm. Well, there's nothing wrong with being proud of where you're from, uh, absolutely. Um, all right, so where can the folks buy your album, Wild? Um, you can buy it on iTunes, you can listen on Spotify, you can buy it on Amazon, it's pretty much available everywhere music is sold. Um, you can, if you, if you don't feel like buying it, you can also stream it on Spotify for completely free. Spotify is one of my favorite um, streaming sites. Um, and, you know, it, it, to me, it's just, if you take the time to listen to my, my music, that, that means more to me than, than anything in the world. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, type in my name and basically anywhere you're, you'll, you'll be able to get your hands on it. Now, I listened to the, the, entire, the, hard, the entire thing, and I just thought it was just absolutely terrific. Um, thank, oh, you. thank you. There's a couple songs that, that are, all the songs are good, and there's a couple that are just, to me, just really moved me. Um, so what's the next step? How do you go from number one in El Salvador, and then you said you were number, what, what number are you in America? Where were you at on the American Number show? five. Number okay. five here. So how do you, how do you, yeah. how do you move that to radio station play? How do you get you know what everybody in in music business pretty much wants and that's what you know to get to get the music to the fans on the radio play and how do you how do you get how do you get there so um yeah that's we're well, gonna dive into a little bit of the music business which has been kind of a whirlwind for me because as much as i thought i kind of knew i realized that you know going at this other level is a totally different 
ball game. So I, I put in a significant investment just in recording, and I would say mm-hmm. I probably doubled that investment just in the cost of marketing the album, which is actually pretty small compared to what most labels do. They usually do three or four times the cost of the record just in marketing. Right. Um, and, and a big chunk of that goes to radio. So basically what you do as, whether you're an independent artist or, or a uh, or signed artist, is you go to a, uh, a promotions company or a, a radio promotions company, and you go to them and you spend a few thousand dollars hiring them, and... Uh, and they send out your album to every station that they know, and then what they do is they call up every station, these are hundreds of stations, follow up, make sure they heard the CD, um, they help they design this one sheet, which is kind of like something that you have to do standard in the industry. And um, yeah, so, so what I did to save money on it is I did all the mailing myself. So I mailed, hand-mailed, and you know, wrote addresses on 211 pieces mm. of you know, envelopes and stuffed them with the one sheet and, and sent them all over, which... I realize stamps are a lot more expensive when you buy them. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, it's been exciting because I've been learning all this stuff. And, you know, it's scary to, to put so much money in, in down and just say, like, I'm just going to hope this is worth it because I realize I'm too close to these songs. These mean too much for me, for me to really say, yeah, this is worth it. But I, I feel so loved by everyone that's been picking them up and, and telling me good things about it that... You know, it makes me feel a little less nuts to put all this money down into it, but it, it's been definitely the most exciting, you know, whirlwind of my life, just releasing this thing. Now, what's your summer looking like as far as touring? I know you're, you tour all the time, but can you tell the listeners where you're going next and, and um, like, how long this tour is going to go? Yeah, so this, this, all of July, I'm mostly completely on the East Coast. I'm going all the way up to New York from Georgia. I mean, actually, Jacksonville, I think it's the most south I'm playing. So I'm playing Jacksonville and Savannah and Somerville, South Carolina, all next weekend. And then I make my way all the way up to the Rockwell Music Hall in New York. Um, and all the tickets and, and some of the shows are totally free. If you look at my website, you'll see all the information on them, angieflower.com. Uh, and then in August, uh, I'm kind of, I kind of a couple of bigger shows going on in different parts of the country, and then I'm in El Salvador, and then September, I'm mostly on the West Coast. So all of that information is always on my site. It's on my Facebook page. Uh, it's pretty easy to find where, where I'm at. When do you find time to write songs? Do you do it on the road, on the bus? I mean, where do you write your songs? Yeah, like the song that came out, uh, the first music video that came out of the album uh, two weeks ago during the pre-order, it was called Am I Crazy? And I wrote that one right after I came off The Voice on a plane ride from, I think I was going from New York to LA at the time. And I, I it was the first time I hadn't written a song with my guitar. I always write songs with, with holding my guitar, but this time I just I just wrote it down. And I'd never written a song like that before. All these words just kind of came out of nowhere. Hmm. And I just, you know, wrote them all down and I didn't even know what it was gonna sound like. And then I finally put some music and it, it's funny because that song, you know, I got an offer from a few indie labels, but they they really only wanted me to release about two of my own songs and then do somebody else, everything else they wanted me to see, you know, somebody else's song that they wrote. And that was one of the songs that they were like, we can't release this, it's not commercial. And I totally understand where they're coming from, and if they're putting some, all their own money down onto it, they need to know they're getting it back. Sure. But I knew that I needed at least one release that was just all my music. And if my career lasts a long time, that's going to be a really hard thing to control in the future, which is fine, but... There's something very special about this album because all these songs, they're about my life. They're they're written on the road, you know, walking dashes on the road, driving six hours, you know, mm-hmm. tired to, to a motel room to, to wake up the next day and do it all over again. So 
all these songs are really raw. And if you ever want to know what the life of a musician's like, of just a human that's felt a lot of things, that, that album's going to tell you. Have you noticed, um, since being on the show, like, like, do you get more people come to your shows? I mean, I'm hoping that you're marketing the voice with your shows. I mean, I hope that, you know, these clubs and these places, oh, different venues that they put up the voice and you're, you know, you gotta, you gotta use that. I mean, that, that's huge. Well, I think that people get excited, you know, it's, people get excited to watch somebody, watch somebody do something, you know, like, the, like to start from the beginning. And I think well, what's really cool about the voice is all these people that I kind of lost touch with, they all knew I was doing music because I'm really vocal about it. They might have seen a post, you know, a year ago or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then with the voice, all of a sudden everyone was talking about it. So all of a sudden everybody saw, like, holy cow, this girl that was, like, sitting in her car trying to get the gigs all of a sudden has, has made it this far. And I think that gets people really excited. Sure. So I love telling people that I was on the show, and then they go and look me up, and they see the story. And they get to be a part of this crazy journey with me. And I think that that is, like, just... It, it's the best part of doing what I do is like people that have followed me for a while and people that you know come along and they they're just they're just so happy that I'm doing something and that that feels really good. Yeah, man, absolutely. Now, is there anybody on the show that you've just definitely kept in touch with? One of your favorite people on the show? Um, I know Allie helped me decide on the microphone for this uh, for this album. We had been talking and she told me she used the same mic that I used on this. Uh, and I and I'd never heard of it before because I was asking because I really liked her vocals on her first album. Mm. And it was actually a cheaper mic. It's not like I mean I tried probably four or five, five, six thousand dollar mics before I tried this one, and finally I was like, okay, Allie told me this is really good, so I'm gonna try it. And we just tried it for like the uh, the backing track. So I was just singing it with the band so that they could get their parts down. And then we ended up liking the vocals so much on that mic. It wasn't even in a vocal booth. It was like kind of in the studio area with the band in a separate room. We ended up keeping all of them. So all of those tracks, like all my vocals, there may be like, I may be saying through those songs maybe two or three times hmm. um, on all of them. And we just kept them because we just liked it so much. So uh, yeah, Ali definitely helped me out with, uh, with a big part of the album. Um, I would say Hannah texted me a while ago. Uh, she's doing really good. Well, you know, everybody's pretty busy, but we, we definitely are very encouraging to each other. Mm -hmm. Everybody's on the show. You know, we have a group text that we just, we love hearing good news from each other. We, we keep in touch. It, it's kind of like a family. Yeah, man. You know, Allison Porter, of course, she went on to win the whole thing, and I was really happy for her. Um, and then a few weeks ago, I ran into uh, Adam Wakefield. He came by here, played a show close to my, to my house, and I walked up to him and introduced myself and he smiled he goes man i did your podcast show back right after my blind i said well i'm glad you remember adam that's good stuff it's a real nice guy man so yeah them two guys they're, they're doing real well yeah adam adam's got a killer voice it's so funny i just came, I came from nashville and uh it's crazy to me how many people know that guy i mean he's really been around that city mm -hmm. for a while and, and, and i don't think i've ever heard anyone say a bad word about him uh no and i i actually you know, I wish Allison Porter just as much luck as anybody else, but I have a feeling Adam Wakefield may go on um, to do really big things, even though he didn't win. He just has the sound, he has the look, he's talented. I just think he's got a real good shot to, to sell a lot of records. What do you think? Oh, yeah, I think his original music, I mean, I, we could have just done the whole show on his original stuff. You know, we, we would all crowd around a hotel room and then hear him play his original songs. We all just <laughs> enjoyed it. Like, it, he, he's a great writer, and I yeah. think 
I think that's what really separates, you know, the difference between somebody that's going to be in the career for a, for a really long time and, and someone that might do well and then, mm-hmm. and then fade out. But he's, I mean, he's the real deal. Have you had any ideas to do some collaborate uh, work with, you know, touring with some of the other voice singers? I know Sawyer Fredericks, um, he's been on tour with, with Mia Z. Um, well, actually, the other way around. She's been on tour with him. But but it's great to see voice singers, you know, going on tour together. Yeah, um, I'm doing, uh, me and Brittany Kennel, who's from Montreal, mm-hmm. me and her are doing a show together out there in, in August. Um, and I'm really excited about that one. That's going to be a really, really fun one. Uh, Peyton's come and played with me in Nashville a couple times. Uh, yeah, we, we, we're in the same city a lot of times. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll always invite each other up on stage for sure. All right, man. Well, look, I'm going to let you go. I know you're busy. Um, before I do, let's just tell the listeners out there again where they can get your new record, Wild, and where they can follow you on all your social sites. Yeah, so uh, my my website is angiekielhauer.com, A-N-G-I-E, last thing's weird, but it's K-E-I-L-H-A-U-E-R.com, uh, and, and you can also type that name into Facebook and Instagram, into iTunes, you can find all my music, all my information, and, and, and feel free to reach out and write to me. I usually respond to all my messages every two or three days or so, so I'll read them and I'll respond to them and I appreciate them, so don't be, don't be shy if there's something you want to tell me or a song you want to recommend me to do, you know, reach out. I'd love, love to hear from you guys. Awesome, and they can also see your tour dates on the site as well, where you're going next. That's right, yeah, you'll definitely be able to see all that. Good stuff, Angie, I really appreciate you joining me. Um, always welcome. Anytime you want to come back on the show, just give me a buzz. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely.